Oh, no, we're live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. You are not seeing things. We've got a spe special guest on tonight, Producer Jen, because if there's one thing Producer Jen knows other than horror movies, it's Christmas movies. And sure tonight do. we're doing our top 10 Christmas movies of all time. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Obviously. Mr. Jeff is back this week. I say obviously because he was away last week. He had better things to do than hang out with these idiots. How you he doing, did. buddy? I hung out with another idiot called Burt Kreischer. So we had tickets <laughs> to go see Burt Kreischer uh, in co in concert. I don't know what you call it when it's a stand-up comedian. But yeah, we went and saw Burt. And it was, it was a good as, show. as Burt as it could be. Absolutely, yes. It is. It was a very Burt Kreischer show. So yes, wonderful time was had. Missed you guys. I did go back and watch, of course. Uh, fantastic podcast with uh, our buddy Noah there from the Freakish Workshop. Uh, very cool, very informative. Yeah, so I I missed you guys, but I'm glad it went so so well. It did go well. Uh, this week though, we're going back to the top ten lists. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about our top ten Christmas movies of all time. Now we're going to be throwing a bunch of movies out there. What movies make the top ten? We don't know. We will by the end of the show know what our top ten. Christmas movies of all time are. Before we get into that, though, there have been some happenings, some big happenings, um, some weird happenings. I mean, how do we even? Do you want to? Hey, hey, Ed has joined us. IG from here, and oh, Jamie, Jamie has joined us as well. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate that. Uh, did you want to break it to maybe the people yeah, that live under a rock uh, and haven't yeah. heard? So, yeah, if you were in a cave on Mars with your eyes shut and your fingers in your ears, you may not know, but Henry Cavill took a meeting with uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran, the two gentlemen that are in charge of DC Studios now, and the result of that meeting, according to both sides of these, uh, these parties, is uh, Henry Cavill will, in fact, not be reprising the role of Superman moving forward in the new gun saffron dc universe uh mr gun's statement seemed to indicate that they may have some future possibilities for henry henry's statement mentioned no such thing henry seemed very upset disappointed sad um and uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard to blame him so again for those that may not know less than two months ago after the premiere of black adam and the post-credit scene that featured henry cavill's return to superman henry cavill took to his instagram and told people he was back as Superman, and that there was At more the studio's to come requests at the studio's behest. And less than two months after rehiring Henry Cavill as Superman, they have now since fired Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I read the news this morning. I got sent the article by about twenty-seven different people, and uh, I don't remember the last time something happened in the geek world that upset me this much. And I know it's just a movie, and I know it's just a character, and I know it's just an actor. I know it's all pretend, but. Holy shit, man. I mean, you're not the only one. I mean, yeah. literally, the geek world erupted in cheers when he announced that he was going to be back as Superman. Uh, but then now, no. I'm hearing a feedback, by the way. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I, it's coming from Jen. 
Yeah, I just uh, I just muted well, her. Well, that's Xbox, weird. So. Is there audio gen coming out of any device? No, there's nothing coming out anywhere. I think it must be coming from the phone. It must be. Yep. Which is weird because when we tested it earlier, it was working fine. I'm going to mute Jen for now because I know she said she didn't have a whole lot of feedback on this anyway. But yeah, fair enough. If, if it comes out, and I don't know if it ever will, because he's never said why he left The Witcher. And there's been a bunch of rumblings. There's rumors, but nothing's been confirmed by either side. But if he left The Witcher mostly because he was going to be dedicating his time to being Superman, and now he's not going to get to be Superman. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. So we lose him as The Witcher and we lose him as Superman inside of eight weeks? Yeah, I uh, I mean, look, my thoughts on this is that he's not, he did not leave The Witcher strictly because he was going to be Superman. Because let's be honest, when were they even going to production? Right. right. Like, right. you're potentially letting go years of work for something that is going to be years down the line like to me that didn't make sense him leaving the witcher because of his agreement with warner brothers never made sense to me something else was going on there. uh which leads me to believe that after all the rumors that we heard about before d23 that they were going to announce cavill in an mcu role i can bet you it's going to happen now yeah, I don't see it having happened before. I imagine they probably had some light talks, but there's no way that you're going to have potentially the star of the DC universe starring in your Marvel movies, right? Mm -hmm. So now that they know for sure he's not going to be part of the DCU, I would be amazed. If, if Foggy didn't call Cavill's agent today, I would be absolutely shocked. They would be fools not to try to get him on board with something. Which I want to put out to the chat. I know we're still talking about this and all the repercussions, but I want to put out to the chat. If, in fact, we get Henry Cavill in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what role would you guys like to see Henry Cavill in? As far as that goes. Because I feel like a lot of the really meaty premium roles have probably already been gobbled up or taken. Or I've heard Hyperion. I've heard Century. Well, you can't Problem do is, Hyperion because no. that's too on the nose. And even the Sentry is too on the And he's not right for the Sentry anyways. Like, it's not character-wise. I don't think he's a good fit for that character. And again, same thing. It's a dude that's super powerful with a cape and he flies. Like, it's they've got to do something else entirely. <clears throat> what role is left in the MCU? Uh, young Wolverine, uh, they're talking on um, on Instagram. Yeah, Sentry he, would be too on the nose as well. He's yeah. in his mid-30s. I don't think he can really do a young Wolverine at this point. Uh, he would have to be an, an older one, and I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna work. Uh, Ed uh, is saying, uh, "What role is left in the MCU?" Yeah, that's interesting. That's why I'm putting it out there. Uh, Victoria is saying Henry Cavill not being Superman makes me want to throw hands. You are not the only one, my dear. Can Holy I tell shit. you who I, I I want him to be? Yeah, of course. That's why we're having the talk. Doom. Uh, it's, yeah, he's shown he can be a bad guy. He's shown mm -hmm. that very well in Mission Impossible when he played August Walker. Mm -hmm. That he can absolutely play a bad guy and play it well. Yeah, uh, I want him to well. play Victor Doom. Yep, uh, they've topped Captain Britain as well. Again, um, I don't hate Captain Britain, but it's just not a meaty enough character. Uh, Myers Corp Cyclops, uh, he's way too old. He's way too mm. old to play Cyclops. So when they finally bring in the X Men, they're going to be like late teens, early twenties X Men. They're going to be like the Tom Holland mold of, of... Well, I feel like X-Men has to be because that's where, that's where the X-Men were popular, right? They were meant yeah. to be teens. Yeah. They were meant to represent 
what it feels like to change, what it feels like to go through puberty, right? What it feels like to be a mutant, yep. right? So I would agree. If if they want to do it right, they have to be teens. Yes, there are going to be some older X Men, but. Man from, Uncle two. Man from Uncle 2. Yeah, well, they have sure. to recast Army Hammer, which, by the way, I think if you recast with Chris, if you put Chris Hemsworth and, and Harry Newcastle on the screen at the same time, that movie's going to sell tickets no matter what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, Megan says, I'd like to see him as Magneto. Uh, Not bad. Not bad. I could see that. I mean, and Ed's saying here, too, that. Henry as Mr. Fantastic, also not bad. Those are both roles there they are going to be older characters like in his age range pardon me mm. i don't hate either of those of the two i would probably take uh magneto over mr fantastic but... yeah me too i yeah. mean i still i still say doom but no no doom is doom is um, really but only if they're going to use doom over a series of films well that's my understanding i mean again we don't know for sure but of the little bit that they've told us mm. uh between d23 and um uh, SDCC, it sounds like Doom is going to be the next overarching villain. Right. right? Beta Ray uh, Bill. Well, the next one's definitely going to be, um, what's his nuts, Kang. So maybe yeah, but Kang is only going to go through to uh, the end of... Uh, Kang Dynasty? Uh, is that what it's called? The last Avengers movie that they've got? Well, the last, last one would be Secret Wars, right? Okay, so the one before that is Kang Dynasty? Kang Dynasty, yeah. So I feel like They're only that's a year be, apart, so it's yeah, like... Yeah, that's going to be yeah. part one and part two. And that's going to be the end of Kang, as far as right. I can tell. No, so, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But that still puts us three years out, right? So it's like, it does. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Right. If not, Magneto, more. Magneto would be great too. And of course, here's the thing. And this is all great. I love this casting that we're trying to do for him. But this does open him up for Bond, by the way. It does, which I would totally see as Bond. <clears throat> I mean, he look at that. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. He's the perfect age. He's the perfect look. He's British, yeah. like. He's like the quintessential, like he couldn't be any more Bond if you try, like mm -hmm. he's who you would think of when you picture James Bond in your head. It's that guy. So I don't know, man. Like that's... I don't know. What uh, what does the producer Jen here think? I mean, you kind of rolled your eyes a little bit there at James Bond. I, I worry that he's a little young for it. I, well, I don't they... know. I find James Bond a little older, a little bit more mature, and Henry is very attractive, but younger. So I think he could do more of a younger James, but not lot young as in like twenties, but maybe a just getting started kind of James Bond. That's he's just a, me. He's I'm a, not a huge oh. Bond fan. No, Out of the good. movies I have seen, I interpret him as an not older old, but I just so want to mention he's your age. old. He's he's about to turn. <laughs> oh, he's going he's to turn so forty young. in May. <laughs> He's going to turn 40 in May. And so mm -hmm. they've said specifically that whoever signs his bond has to sign for 10 years and five films. So the original talk was like, maybe we'll get Idris Elba. But then it was like, Idris Elba's already like in his early 50s. He's, he's already too old. So Henry's he's actually be too old in 10 years, right? Henry, Henry's actually in that really good age range. I don't think, I don't think, he, I don't necessarily think he's too young. I think 39 to 40 is probably the sweet spot where they want to hit him, right? Yeah. So. It'll be know, interesting man. to see. I mean, yeah. I will watch him in anything. I think he's fantastic. Oh, yeah, same. Uh, I do think that if the studio is going to go through the trouble of telling him, okay, tell everybody that you're back, and then two months later say, well, sorry, no, actually, you know what? You're not back, and uh, we're firing you. stupid. Like, if they're going to be that dumb, you could tell in the message that he wrote. First of all, he's, he's the one himself in his tweet that said that 
they asked him to tell everybody. Absolutely they did. Right? Of course they, they did. They asked him to yes. tell everybody, and then two months later, now they're firing him. Yes, because that was post-regime change, but pre-hiring of James Gunn and Peter Saffron. Correct. So you could tell in that message that he's... He's pissed uh, off. Yeah, he's not happy he about is. it. So I how think could, that that leaves the door open for Kevin Feige to swoop in and throw a big bucket of money at him and make him somebody actually big that's going to be reoccurring in the MCU like he should have been in the DCEU. Ed Sand, I'd rather see him as James Bond than a Marvel character. I'm kind of starting to lean that way myself. But and you here, can see him as and, both. And guys, let's let's be clear. He doesn't have to jump right back into a franchise. He doesn't have to jump right back into no, a, a multi-film IP, right? He is still destined to play... Uh, I don't, I'm assuming he's going to play Connor McCloud for the Highlander reboot that's coming. He's due to star in that as the main character in the Highlander reboot. So that might leapstart a franchise. Like, he doesn't actually need Bond or Marvel at this point. He's Henry mm -hmm. Cavill. It's not like, well, I had all my hosts been on Superman and the Witcher. Now I don't, I'm not. no one's going to hire me for anything. Fucking look at that dude. Dude. Like, he's going to get gigs. Like, it's not that big a deal. So that was the final nail on the DC movies coffin. It sure, is, it sure feels that way. You have one of the top stars in the world. Not only comes back into the fold, but is eager to play Superman. He wants to come back, and he wants to do it, and he wants to do it justice. And then you guys are like, nah, we're going to go a different route and probably hire some idiot that no one likes. Or And this is after uh, everybody asking for him back. I know! The shit show oh. that was... The DCEU, everybody's been wanting him back. Oh, let's fire him. Like, what the frick is wrong with you guys? So anyway. stupid. Here's um, I heard, uh, well, I didn't hear um, the statement that came out, I think from James Gunn himself, was yeah, that. He tweeted, like, yeah, James Gunn. came out sort of simultaneously, right? Yeah. He said something about doing a, I guess, I'm assuming he meant younger. Superman. Yes. Uh, His earlier days. So what that's going to mean, I don't know. Um, are we getting like a Smallville type? He's already a movie. He's already a journalist. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not. If he's already a journalist, then at least he's he's at a point where, right? I don't think it's going to be necessarily like a Smallville. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. It starts where he moves to Metropolis. Where Superman uh, 1 starts, basically, right? Maybe. Who knows? Either way, um, it's a sad day it for DC. It is what it is, guys. Yep. Um, I um, kind of had it with Warner Brothers. You know, it's one of those things where they, they don't make me want to support them. Is that stupid or what? Like, I'm a comic book guy, and Warner Brothers does not make me want to support their comic book movies. Like, you know, between The Flash and this, it's like, you know what? Like, fuck off. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I got no words. Yeah. I was so mad. I was so mad today. Yeah. Yeah. Keith is saying, here's hoping it's just a swerve from Gun and Cavill. Yeah. If only that were the case. Yeah. Cavill would not, Cavill wouldn't do that to his fans. Yeah. I doubt it. No. I very much doubt it. I mean,. No. And then I was talking to somebody today, I think it was Robbie, and he was like, well, you know, if, if they're going to start him out as younger, then eventually he's going to become older. Or if they do like a crisis on infinite Earths and they bring in like an Earth 2 Superman, then maybe he would come back for it. And I'm like, 
if after this fucking jerk and pull, if Warner Brothers or, or James Gunn were to call you six months or a year from now and say, hey, do you want to come back? Would you go back? Of course no. not. Of course you wouldn't. No. Why would he? It's already humiliating enough as it is that this has all happened to him within eight weeks. He gets rehired and then fired again. They come crawling back, asking for him to come back. Tell him to go pound salt. He's Henry Cavill. He can do whatever he wants. Anyways, sorry. I knew we'd be off on a tangent. 15 minutes on that. We got to get to our Christmas list. Poor Jen down there suffering through this. Got to Jen, I haven't ball. received the uh, Christmas lists. I did send it. Did you send it to? Oh, you sent it to. Uh, Words of Our Lady Peace. Superman's dead. Yeah. Stu, nailed it, brother. Yeah, I'm going to have a really hard time interfacing with whatever this new DCU is. And oh, by the way, just while they're doing this together. So not only did James Gunn confirm that Henry Cavill would not be in the film and it would be a, a younger take, James Gunn himself is writing the super, the next the Superman movie. If you've so seen I, the bulk I've of James Gunn's work, people I'm talk. super concerned. Yeah, I've seen people talk about that. I Where where is it's that in, information from? It's in it's in the, the tweet that he released. Is it really? I don't yeah. remember seeing that, but yeah. uh, that is concerning because James Gunn. It's going to be full of dick and fart jokes. I don't want a Superman movie full of dick and fart jokes. Yeah. Come on, man. Everything yeah. he's done had, has had a silly element to it. Yeah. I mean, he's like a Taika Waititi type. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm all into him writing a Superman movie. No. I mean, look, look at uh, the Suicide Squad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, do you want your Superman to turn out like that? I don't know. All righty. Let's see if I can share this list here. Uh... And, of course, the bigger thing is going to be while you're doing that is is they're probably going to jettison everybody now. So you're probably not going to see Gal Gadot back. You're probably not going to see... Jason Momoa back as our as Aquaman after Aquaman too. So I think it's a hard a hard reboot. If they're not bringing Henry back, I don't think they're bringing anybody back. So get ready for a brand new DC guys. What's going on here? Well, yeah. I mean, it looks like yeah. You're getting one more Aquaman, and then that's it. I don't think you're getting. Well, they've already said Patty Jenkins isn't doing Wonder Woman three. I don't think you're getting a Wonder Woman three now. You're going to get a Flash. You're probably not going to get another Shazam, and you're definitely not getting another Black Adam. So, <laughs> you don't think we're going to get another Black Adam? Well, you just had you just had Henry Cavill appear in it along with Amanda Waller, and like that movie was still tied pretty heavily to the DCEU, which is now pretty officially fucking dead. So, I, I don't know how you would. They've said it's going to be one cohesive universe. They're not going to have any of these offshoot movies anymore, with the exception of Matt Reeves' The Batman stuff, the patents. Yeah, Batman I stuff. think that's a mistake. Um, DC's always been about that. Yeah. There's always been seven different versions of Batman running at the yeah. same time. No, nope. you Ben's know? been specific, man. That's not like, what they want to do anymore. They want to do Marvel. They want to bring everything under one thing. So but why? Why try uh, to emulate them? Because Marvel makes billions and billions of dollars for putting yeah, out largely, especially lately, I mean, crap stuff, like, and DC just gets spanked on everything they put out. So yeah, that shows that what that tells me is there's a lack of creativity at Warner Brothers and DC. Of course there is. There's only That's two ways to do me. it, right? There's either have it all connected or have it all separate. 
or mostly separate with a little bit of connectivity. Well, they tried that. It didn't work. So now they're going to connect it all and see what happens. That's not going to mm-hmm. work either. And then we're just not going to have any DC shit anymore. Yeah, it's pretty it sad. be a Marvel Phase 17 or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, how do I lose this box? Here? Christmas time. Christmas time. Oh, well. Top 10 Christmas movies of all time. I think it's time we uh, get into our lists. Uh, guys, we're going to have a bunch of movies. We're going to talk about them in whatever order. I'm actually not going to start by my number one this time. Um, just because. That's fair. Let's start wherever but, you want. Hey, if you throughout the show you know, have ideas, movies you want to talk about, shoot them in the chat. We might not acknowledge them because they're likely going to be on our list already. But if it is one that we didn't think about, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, but who wants to get the ball rolling? Oh, we, well, you and I have talked for 20 minutes and Jen hasn't said a peep. So it seems <laughs> grotesquely unfair not to start with Jen. Producer Jen. I've been very patient. <laughs> yes. Hit us with movie. It doesn't have to be your top ranked movie. Just hit us with a Christmas movie and we will discuss. Okay. And first of all, I when I came back, my sound is good now. Yes. We are not yeah. hearing the echo now. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I am going to start with my number one, uh, and that is how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, and like our other lists, any iteration. So right back from the book, really to the television series, to the movie, to the musical. Um, and I don't know if anyone has seen it yet. I have not the mean one, the horror movie. The oh, that was good. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're not picking specific movies? Not saying that. No, I'm just going to say The Grinch or the slash How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Because to me, I... it's all the same. It's the same story. Okay. Right? No matter which way you do it. Kind of like when we were doing the villains and the heroes oh, and the I get movies. That, and... Those were characters. So I'm more worried that we're not talking about a specific film. Like if I say Die Hard, I'm not talking about the five Die Hard movies, right? I'm only talking about Die Hard. Right. Right. So it's okay. So if that's the case, I would choose the Jim Carrey version. Oh, really? I would. Which is yes. which, how, what's the live one action version? I th- how I, the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's is just it? called How it's the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's the full title. Christmas, I'm pretty, yeah. yeah. I would the last, the cartoon the last, is better. The original cartoon or the of one that course. came out a couple years ago? No, no, no. The original cartoon. Yeah. That the movie's based on. It was good. And it lasted the longest before they started redoing a bunch of them. Um, But there was something so amazing with the Jim Carrey version where it was that they brought in the adult jokes that kids didn't get, but it worked. So that for those of the adults who were watching it, we got the original story, but then we also got the adult humor as well. Mm-hmm. We're gonna run into we're gonna run into an issue, I think, because if you nominate this one and then someone else nominates the cartoon, we're gonna have this on here twice. Yeah. Because we can't even agree on which of these is the best of the bunch. Because I think the cartoon completely kills the live action one, but the cartoon's like an like a like when you think of Christmas movies, it's like for me anyway. It's it's so this is one of those exceptions where you're right. I don't think I would put all of the diehard movies into a lump together, but I think that I would put the Grinch movies together. Okay. Um, okay. I think that the Jim Carrey movie doesn't work without the original cartoon. Agreed. True. And the original cartoon doesn't happen without the Dr. Seuss book. 
Right. So it's one of those things where I think the kind of kind of go together. I hope everybody's okay with that. Are you okay with so that? It's like so it's like a like a set of Russian nesting dolls, basically. They just, just yeah, there you go. I, another I, little, another little Grinch honest, inside the Grinch. I'm good with any of them because I love the story and I love all of them. So no, I'm good. it has I to be really, on the list. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good with any of them. But year after year, the one that gets replayed the most is going to be the Jim Carrey version. That's the one that's on TV and movies and Netflix. Oh, weird, because and... I never see that one. I always see the cartoon. But I, really, again, maybe that's what that's maybe because that's what the one I'm looking for. Because that's the one from my childhood that I love so much. Right? True. That's possible. True. Although way. the one they did the animated one a couple of years ago, and that one was really well done. It was uh, the, Mr. Grinch. The, uh, the Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah. So yeah. they're not allowed to do any more live action works based on Dr. Zeus, by the way. Really? Uh, oh. Yes. So after the cat in the hat starring Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin uh, was so bad, the estate that controls Dr. Zeus's work came out and said, you are no longer allowed to do live action interpretations. Of oh, I didn't Dr. know Zeus's that. Work. So that's why the cat in the hat is the last live action interpretation. Oh. Everything that's happened since then, the Lorax, the new Grinch, that's all animated because that's all they're allowed to do. But they've done the musical theater though, right up until musical 2019. Right? COVID like, shut like that a, down. But, but but a live movie. They're not allowed to do a live action movie anymore. Right. Yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My hey, kids loved the cat in the hat. The more you know. Still pretty bad. Anyways. You know, you know you're always gonna go to bed smarter after you watch the Geek Me Tea podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so right now, that's number one. Obviously, JS. It why has you, to be. It's the Grinch. Why don't, you pick another, why don't you pick another one? Oh, I think I, I think I've got one that might beat it. So no way. Well, mm -mm. Mm -mm. we'll get there. We'll get there. I've got two <laughs> above the Grinch, and and since you went right at the top, I mean, I I, I will go and say it right away. My number two choice, because the Grinch was number three on my list, is Scrooged. And we talked about so Scrooge good. slightly. Oh my god! During the pre-show. So good. Scrooged is one of those movies that even though it was a Christmas movie, right? It's the story. It's it's a Christmas Carol story. Mm -hmm. It's one of those movies that I had on VHS and watched over and over. I've seen Scrooged probably as many times as I've seen Top Gun and Back to the Future, which, I mean, I don't know how I would even count how many times I've seen that movie. It's a fantastic movie. The acting is amazing. I mean, it's Bill Murray. Come on. Um, I want to say fairly like Scrooge was what late eighties, early nineties. I think it was eighties. Murray. Scrooge is nineteen eighty eight. So fresh off of the Ghostbusters, uh, there was nobody bigger than him at that time, uh, and they for the first time, I think modernized the story of A Christmas Carol, the story of Scrooge. Now, everybody modernizes it today. There's a million different Scrooge stories today. Back then, there was A Christmas Carol and Scrooge. Um, so, yeah, definitely for me, one of my favorite. Well, it's number two on my list. As far as reimaginings go, I have a hard time picking one that's better than how that handled it. Mm-hmm. It did such an amazing job of taking a classic story that we all know and updating it so that we all could interface with it so that we could all enjoy it. Bill Murray and peak Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. A fantastic cast. Carol Kane, Bobcat Goldthwait. I mean, just everybody's so good in it. Yeah. Alfred Woodard, isn't it? And it's and it's 
and it's and it's an actual Christmas movie too, which is going to be a point I make at some point in this podcast. But it is a Christmas movie. When you think of watching movies at Christmas time, Scrooge is definitely a movie that you think of watching. A hundred percent. It is undoubtedly a Christmas based movie. It's not just a movie that takes place during Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. I have learned today in my mind those are actually two different things now, which surprised the holy shit. <laughs> okay, well, I want to get to that, actually. But here uh, we are. You want to get into this now? Well, first of all, where do we put Scrooge on the list? Probably below the Grinch. 100%. 100%. Scrooge is amazing, and it's based on a classic tale, but it's not the classic tale. It is a reimagining. To me, the original Grinch is still the quintessential all ages anywhere will recognize the Grinch. There yeah. may not, if you're not in North America or grew up in the seventies or eighties with Bill Murray, you may not know Scrooge. Mm. And let's be honest, when Fair you enough. made your list last year, you had forgotten about it. Well, I did. And so like it I was saying earlier, that amazing. I did forget about <laughs> it. It's one of those things where he hadn't played yet that year. Right. So, I was mm-hmm. listing out the movies that we had watched or whatnot and, and didn't think of Scrooge, but yeah. So you, you, yeah. you can't put one at number one that you've forgotten. Well, all right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I will give you that. Uh, Jeff, before you give us your pick, maybe it is time we have a bit of a chat about what makes a Christmas movie. Yeah, dude. I had a revelation today, an epiphany, if you will, that I did not think because up until like, I'm not joking, like maybe three or four hours ago, I was I was the diehard. I was a diehard diehard. Mm-hmm. And I started going through Christmas list and I start like it really woke me up. I was looking at, I don't know, like the top 74 or 71 Christmas movies of all time. And so many of those films are just films that take place during Christmas, mm-hmm. but they're not Christmas movies. They just happen to take place at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And now in my mind, there is a clear separation of those two things. So I would have gone to the wall on Die Hard. I would have told you that Die Hard is unequivocally a Christmas movie. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't actually think it is. Hmm. It just happens to take place at Christmas, but Christmas has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's just the setting it's taking place in. Whereas a lot of the other movies that we're talking about, like Scrooge and the Grinch and some of the other ones we're going to get to, Gremlins falls into this category too, right? Gremlins takes place at Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie. So does Home Alone. Same thing. I actually scratched Home Alone off my list because Christmas has nothing to do with I I get at the end of the day, you can watch Home Alone at any time during the year. You can watch Die Hard at any time during the year. Mm -hmm. You can watch and they'll play those movies at any time during the year. They only play the Grinch at Christmas. They only play Rudolph at Christmas. They only play Bad Santa. You know what I mean? Like they only play Christmas movies at Christmas. A lot of these other picks just happen to take place during Christmas time. That doesn't make them Christmas movies. Now, dude, I came to this revelation today <laughs> and i'm really struggling with it i'm it's really having a hard time with it because okay. i would have gone to the wall on this and i'm now i'm like questioning my entire existence yeah i mean my my issue with that is that you know that's eliminating 50 percent of the christmas movies i know because they're true. not christmas it movies. is true no a lot of christmas movies have nothing to do with the fact with a christmas story they're stories that happen during christmas Right, right, but are there Christmas elements? Is are is it about a Christmas tree? Is it about the gift giving? Is it about families coming together at Christmas time? Oh, you time mean like Die Hard? Like him trying to get to his kid for diet for if Christmas? If you remove the Christmas elements from a movie 
and it can still exist and make sense, then it's not a Christmas movie. Do you only and... watch Die Hard during Christmas time? Me? No, anybody. Uh, oh. No. You'll but... watch Die Hard in July if you want to, if you just you feel can. like getting some Die Hard I'm on. not a fan. For sure. Do you not watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in July? Of course you don't. You no. watch it at Christmas because it's yeah. a Christmas movie. That's well, all I'm saying. I will all watch Elf at any given moment. And I use his sayings at any given moment throughout the year. <laughs> so so maybe there's some that sort of like ride the line between. Because yeah, I would suggest Elf is a Christmas movie because it is still a movie about Christmas. Yeah. He's one of Santa's elves for the love of fuck. Clearly it's about Christmas. It doesn't yeah. just take place during Christmas. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, so my other argument, JS, is... Would you consider Star Wars a romance? Would you label Star Wars episode two and three a romance? Uh, I mean, potentially, because two and three. Well, two, no. two. You two know you're lying. <laughs> I mean, look. So it, there's it, two people it's... that fall in love and it's so, a part of the story. It does not make it a romance. So Just what I what something... I will say to that, what, here's what I'll respond to that. And, and perhaps you're right, but if you go on Google right now and you Google Christmas movies, Die Hard will show up in that. Home Alone some of them. will show up in that. And there's a lot of things uh, Google Gremlins that are not true. will show up in that. And if you go to Netflix and you go Christmas movies, and those movies will be there. <laughs> and you go to Prime and you go to Christmas movies, and those movies will be there. Now, here is, I think, the distinction that we're trying isn't. to make here. Batman uh, Returns isn't. Hawkeye isn't. Well, Hawkeye is. A Christmas show? Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Dude, what are you talking about? He's literally hey, 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 trying hey, to make hey, it home in time hey. for Christmas Eve. This isn't a Christmas TV show. This is a Christmas movie, although I guess okay. these people appear. So here, I think, is the, where the distinction we're trying no. to make here. And I think that what you're talking about is the difference between a Christmas movie and a holiday movie. Okay. Uh, okay. Stu says, Lethal Weapon is 100% X Christmas. Wow. I would say Lethal Weapon is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. No. I don't think either either of them are Christmas you don't, movies. You don't, you don't save either of those movies to watch during Christmas time. You don't gather no, you the kids around the TV on December 24th with a mug of cocoa to watch fucking Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Stop your nonsense. Because the main genre is action. It's that not nothing Christmas. To do. That, if you take Lethal Weapon and you put it at any other time during the year, it's the exact same movie. If you take Die Hard and you put it at any other time of the year, it's the exact same movie. And you if can't you take... take Rudolph the Red-Nosed Fucking Reindeer and put it at any other time of the year. That motherfucker's got to go out on Christmas Eve and deliver presents with Santa. Like, that's just how it is. And if you took the Christmas elements out of it, it still makes sense. Now, having doesn't. said all that, guys, having had my rant and my say and everything else, and I'm half cut already... I'm not if if someone says Die Hard, I'm not gonna be like fuck that guy. It doesn't go on the list. I'm giving you my opinion. I will not be suggesting movies that I don't consider to be Christmas movies. That's all I'm saying. This is still Fair a enough. geek. This is still a geekocracy. If it's voted in, it's in. Well, we already agreed last week that uh, we weren't gonna include uh, Die Hard just because it would end up at the top of the list regardless. So, <laughs> as the greatest action movie of all time, 100. percent as the greatest Christmas movie, not of all time? Christmas. Yeah. No. Eh, well, no. you know. No. 
you know. Uh, so, Jeff, what is yeah. your first oh, pick? Sorry. So then, well, I've already mentioned it a bunch of times, but I got to say. So 15 minutes later, pick. guys, we still yeah. don't have a pick from Jeff. That's right. But, sorry. You, know. you said expand on it, Jeff. So here we are. <laughs> this is on you, sir. You knew what would happen and you did it anyway. Um, you know what? No, no, no. Sorry. Not rude. I want to say what why number one pick is, and that is a Christmas story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is easily my number one pick. They showed number the Christmas one, spirit. Huh? Oh yeah, huh. if especially from my generation, and this might be a generational thing. I don't know. They showed us mm-hmm. a Christmas story in school, mm-hmm. and it was constantly on TV. You can still buy those lamps, those l- one-legged the lady leg lamp. Lamps. Yeah. yeah, Rob has I one. Mean, it's it's such a hugely like, and now they just read they just a Christmas Christmas story or something like that. They just got the original a Christmas Christmas story Christmas. Christmas Christmas story Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to me, that is the quintessential Christmas story. It's right in the goddamn title. It's a Christmas story. Like, it's such a great, great gift. But you're right, okay? Like, so many great lines from it. So many great moments with the, the tongue stuck to the fucking pole. And, uh-huh. Dude, like, ugh, so good. For me, my number one. So where does a Christmas story go on the list? I think higher than Scrooged. My mom has the leg lamp, says Michael. Well done. <laughs> well done, Mom. And Ed, Christmas story is number one always. Uh, I mean, I agree. But It's this, on my list. It's not very high on my list. This is a geekocracy, so it is my number one. So I would argue it should be number on one. I, uh... Middle of the pack. For me, I don't think it should be number one. I, I don't know if I see it above the Grinch is my problem. No. So can we compromise then and put it between the Grinch and Scrooge? Sure, we could do that. Mm-hmm. There we go. A Christmas story. I hate this compromise, but I'm willing to make it because I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a geekocracy. All right. Middle of the pack over there. Producer Jen's up with her yes, middle sir. of the pack. Goodness gracious. So my middle of the pack is a nightmare before Christmas. Okay. And, and, and a lot of that, even though they haven't remade it or anything, but I think for that one, it has a lot to do with the merchandise, Mm -hmm. right? The impact that that movie had Mm -hmm. and the merchandise in every store in all generations. uh, And, and it comes on TV every year and it has its foot in two holidays. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about Die Hard and Lethal Weapon having action and holiday. Nightmare Before Christmas has Halloween and Christmas. And an iconic, mm-hmm. iconic, like that Jack Skellington. Everyone knows him as Jack. Like everyone recognizes his face. They may not have seen the movie, but they recognize him. So I think in terms of cultural impact, it probably has a bigger cultural impact than it does being an amazing movie. If that makes sense. I a hundred percent agree with that because I don't, I don't think for me it's in my top 10, but I agree that impact wise, it's hard to deny the impact that the nightmare before Christmas has had on pop culture. I mean, you go into any t-shirt store, any, and you're going to see Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Nightmare Before Christmas decorations at Halloween and Christmas. Uh, it's, yeah. I, yeah, I, and I, it's I a agree. Musical. 
It's a Tim Burton musical. Yeah. No, I agree. I just don't know that it, it for me, so, that would be in fourth place. So here's the funny point. part about that. So Groot said Tim Burton is a bloody genius and Jen is saying it's a Tim Burton musical. Tim Burton neither wrote it or directed it, by the way. Just, just so you all know. Really? Tim Burton came up with a story concept. I was going to say he wrote the story. The st- he wrote the story concept. It was adapted for a screenplay by somebody else and directed by somebody else entirely. So Tim Burton actually had almost, he was on set for the movie twice during its entire production because he had something else on the go at the time. But because he was already such a huge star and because he had some association with it, the studio slapped Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. But he had almost nothing to do with the actual making of that film. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, but he gets credited by so many different people, and the studio pushed that hard because he's such a name. But well, yeah, if he created when you... the characters and created the plot and kind of created all that. Then I don't see what's so wrong about that. I'm not saying wrong, right? but I mean someone else did the adaptation. But it's not a Tim Somebody Burton else movie. did the screenplay, yeah. and somebody else directed it. So it's like. It's like me telling you, you know what would make a really cool movie? Boom. And then you're putting Jeff McDonald's bullshit on the title. Well, I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Like, it's not really cool. It's just funny that that movie is so in people's minds that it's... But I literally just watched like a whole video on this, how it's not actually Tim Burton's movie. It's, he had almost nothing to do with it. But oh, it's so... Interesting. It's put out there as a Tim Burton film. Anyways, sorry. Huh. Um, I'm with JS. I, I, I've watched this film once. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I, don't, I don't associate it with... It's a Christmas movie. There's no question. But it's just not one of my like Christmas films. But I know people that live this fucking movie. Like... Mm-hmm live it like they absolutely love it it's actually called the yeah tim burton that's what i've said the studio slapped his name on it because he came up with the original story for it but after that he had nothing to do with it <laughs> sadly enough so yeah everybody just assumes he directed it and then you look and it's a guy named henry Selick, and you're like what and oh. poor henry Selick gets no credit for it even though he was the guy that was there every single day shooting that film hmm. that yeah. is very interesting anyways <clears throat> definitely uh, should be on the list there's yeah. no question yeah, it's for sure. My, not my movie. For sure. Yeah, I'm the same. I uh, it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know yeah. that it cracks my top ten. Uh-uh. You know what Danny does Elfman crack my top genius. ten? You're right, Jamie. You're right. Danny Elfman is a genius. Mm-hmm. That dude writes amazing musical scores. For is sure. that who wrote the music for? Yeah. Yep. Um, the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, so uh-huh. that was one of those movies that that came out. I was already an adult. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. like I wasn't a kid when that came out, and uh, it was one of the first Christmas movies that I saw as an adult that made me go, "Oh wow, this is an amazing movie." I love the fact that Tom Hanks plays a number of characters in the show in the movie, mm-hmm. including <laughs> Santa. Um, and I just love the adventure that these kids go on before finally coming face to face with the actual Santa. Uh, yeah, to me, Polar Express is actually very high on my list. I think it's a very beautifully made movie. Um, the set design and everything is very beautiful. It gives you all the warm and fuzzies. Um, but cultural impact, I'm not sure it's as big as these ones. I'm I'm looking for I'm looking for a crickets sound. Yeah, I can't <laughs> find it here. Um 
two things about Polar Express. Uh, one, it's boring as shit. And two, the dead eyes. It's the, the, the characters. It's it's too soon. If you if you make it now, I think it's really good. But it was too soon when it was made, and the care like it's creepy as the the, fuck. Uh, the CG is not the best. It's not quite there. They try to do it's like a photorealistic. Yeah, and it's not. Uh, it could it just genuinely creeps me out. That movie was shoved down my throat as a kid, and I couldn't tell you what happens in it. Unfortunately, yeah, it's. I'm really? like you, Jay. Like I love the con. It's Robert Zemeckis. It's Tom Hanks. Like the concept of it is so brilliantly done, and you, you can see how much they mm-hmm. wanted to make this really, really great movie. But it's so dull, and then the characters have zero emotion on their faces because they just weren't at that stage yet where they could have a CGI character emote to their that. face. Yeah. It's it's a rough watch. I don't know the last time you watched it, brother, but it's a rough watch, man. I can't watch it every year. Yeah, yeah. Every I, year. I, I have a hard time with it that one, but um, yeah. I mean. You want to put a, a below a night before Christmas? Uh, that's um, okay. Wow, it, it, it's going to get bumped, but yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> Jeff, you're up. <laughs> we said this was a geekocracy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's do Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. Yeah. What, what do you want me to say? Nope. Is there End anyone on planet Earth Let's that doesn't know on. that story? Like, <laughs> yeah. Stop motion animation. I feel like the quintessential one. There were a few other ones. Yeah, there was also two the other ones that are on uh, my list. Yeah. And uh, whatever the other one was. But to me, Rudolph is the, mm-hmm. the quintessential one of those, mm-hmm. personally. It's the, it's the telling of that tale in the, in the, in the most iconic way possible. Yeah, I don't know if there's any. Uh, they still show that movie at Christmas time. Like, I don't know that you're gonna run into somebody in the civilized world that hasn't watched that film. Mm-hmm. And, and it's right? simple. one that I'm surprised that they haven't updated yet. Mm-hmm. There haven't really been a proper no. updated Rudolph. No. Not about his story. No. No. But I don't. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. You necessarily need to. I think it stands the test of time. It does. I'm just surprised they haven't. Uh, yeah, because no, they update fair. everything, right? I mean, Stu saying number one—that's that's a bold pick for me. I in, on this list, I would put it at number three. Personally, uh, it was number two on my list after a Christmas yeah, story. I mean, yeah, I could. Uh, I, the I messages could Rudolph that. will always make me mad, but the original stop motion is classic. The message of the message of Rudolph. Rudolph should be up there for sure, even more than Grinch, in my opinion. You're going to have a tough time selling that to these two, so I don't think that's going to happen. I can see it going right under the Grinch. And it would probably be higher if there were attempts to be to remake it. His story, not just Rudolph being in other movies, but right. if they did a remake of Rudolph, I could see it possibly beating out the Grinch, but no. Or it's just so amazingly good they can just it just stands the test of time. They don't need to remake <laughs> it over and over like that. So we're trying to no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, I don't know where you guys want it. I mean, yeah, if you want it's you gotta want, be high on the list. Yeah. You guys want to put it at number two? Since I you all seem really yeah, I'm okay with bench. number two. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm good with, well, number I'm okay with number two. All right. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I tried my best. We got it at number two. <laughs> the red nosed reindeer. All righty. I believe. 
It's producer Chen. Is it me? It's you. Uh, so one that I have that I had joked about the parentheses, uh, when you were talking about Scrooge, I have Scrooge on my list as well, but it's in parentheses with spirited because I have my number two pick is a Christmas Carol. Uh, and then I have in parentheses, the Muppets, Mickey Mouse, Jim Carrey, Scrooge, spirited because they're all the same story. So no matter how you slice it, they're all a Christmas Carol. It seems so, like, yeah, but they're told in such vastly different yeah, ways. Yeah, I don't think so yet. Yeah, to me, vastly different ways. Like to me, it's the same story, but they're very different films. Yeah, especially when you're talking about a movie like Spirited or Scrooge or yeah, it's the same basic story. But Spirited, I'm going to spoil it for the people that haven't seen it. Is technically the direct sequel to A Christmas Carol, right? True. It is so. A yeah. It's you know what I mean. It's and it's, the Muppet one is filled with fucking Muppets. Like, it, well, guys, yeah, like, exactly. Not, don't be hating on the Muppets. Hold I don't hate on the Muppets. Whoa. Dude, Michael Caine like goes into that movie like I don't. I'm not going to yeah. act like I'm surrounded by puppets right now. I'm going to yeah. take this as serious as shit. Like I love that he's got no like little wink, wink, like laugh at the camera smile like a lot of the other actors do when they work with the Muppets. No, man. He went into that like I'm treating this like it's a Shakespearean play, yeah. and he did. And he's great. <laughs> I love. No, no, no. I love that movie. But I mean, to say that that movie is the same as the other interpretations of it, I would disagree. I would. Uh, I would say you've got to pick no. one that that you find to be your your movie. It's got to be. They're two. They're two different, Jen. They're they're such wildly different I films. Get that. Uh, just before we keep going here, uh, Fatty Stu is saying if if Rudolph, <laughs> if say? Rudolph can't knock the Grinch. Nothing will. This list is fixed <laughs> by the producer. You have no idea how right you are, sir. You have no idea how right you are. Yeah, and Groot is saying here, most movies can be categorized as the same story as so many others. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I think we've got to come degree, down and pick one for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can just go with the original from, yeah, so, was it, 66, 67? Christmas is, Carol. Yeah, the original. To me, they're all the same story. They're all... Bad guy turned good. I, I don't think they're all the same story to me. Um, they're I'm all with, the same spirit. I'm I'm with JS on this one for sure. They're they're, um, they're too different from each other. All yeah. right. But where I'll I have Scrooge at number four so far, I wouldn't put the Christmas Carol on my top ten. The 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 trope really? the trope of the bad guy seeing how bad he is and then turning good could apply to thousands of different films. So I, I mean, mean, it's not really yeah. you know what I mean. The so there you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? So, so sorry. So, this is not on your list at all, JS. Like a Christmas Carol, like none of the versions really? of this film. Scrooged. Scrooged. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. You think Scrooge is like the best telling of this tale? Hundred percent. Okay. Hmm. Now, I mean, I, 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 I'm not. A, I'm not disagreeing with you. Spirited because Spirited was very good as well. Right. Um. And we're probably going to talk about Spirited in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, the original, especially not the sixties or forties or what year was it? We looked it up yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was in the sixties. Christmas Carol. No, we were, we were looking up, uh, it's a wonderful life. That's what we were looking up yesterday. I'm okay with honorable mentions. If Scrooge is there. There is also one in 1951. Oh, really? And then one in 1984? Oh, I'm way off then. 
And yeah, there's also one in, one in 1981 and one in 1971 and one in 1997 and one in 1977. Because it's such an amazing story. <laughs> Ah, and one in 2022. Actually. Oh, the yeah. uh, 80s one is the George C. Scott one. Okay. Ah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay, so we'll very, leave very it. Well. we'll leave it. I'll, I'll accept honorable mentions. No, no, no. I mean, we could put it on. I For me, that one goes at the end. But that's yeah, that's fine. Me. I'm good with that, too. Yeah, that works. Uh, and this was the original. Let's just say OG. There you go. Yeah. That works. Uh, whose turn is it now? Is it my turn? Yeah. It's you. It's my turn. Um, I think. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman was his jolly happy soul. Um, another me, one that they haven't redone. Yeah, for me, no, they have many times. One with Frosty? Michael Keaton as Frosty. Yeah, Jack Frost. Well, Jack, Jack Frost. Frost. Eh, that's yeah. a bit of a stretch. Well, he turns oh, no, into a he's snowman. Literally, pretty... Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> he at the end of the he movie, literally he turns into like... a snowman. No, he doesn't. He spends the whole movie as a snowman. Yeah, he dies he and comes back. He's reincarnated as a snowman. He's reincarnated, yeah, yeah as, as Frosty. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and then his son, he he lives on the front yard of yeah. his old house, so that yeah. his son can oh, play with them. Oh, that's yeah. right. And then he's melting, right? So that he wants to bring him to the mountain. So... I'm melting. I'm yeah. melting. It's, it's you're not literally talking the about that one, right? We can, which of the West guys? Number no, 10 on our top 10 one. villain list. No, you're not talking about that one. That one's not going on the on the list. No, no I'm the talking cartoon. about the original old school Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. The fucking uh, hat on him turns into a real dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just it like Rudolph, alive. it's one of those movies that when I was a kid. Oh, you had to watch Frosty. Times. Yeah, you said 14 times during the holiday. Absolutely. Right? Uh, uh, how about... Uh, I would be good with it at number five. Below I mean, Scrooge, yeah. but above A Nightmare Before Christmas. If y'all can yeah. live with okay. that, I'm not my pick. That. It's your pick, JS. So where where would you like yeah. to place it? Yeah, I know. I'm totally good you with, live that. with it. There. Yeah. To me, that it's below good. Rudolph, but yeah, it's close enough. Do you like? You should be at number three. Frosty, yeah. Not above a christmas story yeah i i could be i Frosty could compromise i could put a compromise to put it at four it's he not has his own three. song not going at three <laughs> well he does i i could i could stomach it at four i couldn't a christmas story is a better i i think the more iconic film but okay okay but yeah hey it's a bureaucracy or whatever you're gonna have a snowman in march no no you can't well you can in canada Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you could. Eastern totally Canada. Yeah, smart sure. weather. For sure. Northern <laughs> Northern Canada, you can have it year fucking round. Uh, Mr. Jeff. Oh, is it my pick then? It is your pick, sir. Uh, let's get this. Let's get a little silly. Let's do a Christmas vacation. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A classic. Uh, if you see a house with a whole whack of lights on it, what do you call it? The Griswold House. Griswold. Called the Griswolds. It's it's it, the movie. There are so many things in that movie that are absolutely stuck in our collective consciousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a huge fan of the movie, and I know people that are not a huge fan of the Vacation Style movies or Chevy Chase or that type of comedy, and I get that. That doesn't den- you can't deny the the impact that that film had. And again, undoubtedly a Christmas movie. 
right? Not Let me tell you, I don't care who you are. If you have ever dug lights out of a box, outside, inside, on your tree, whatever it may be, we've all had that moment right before you plug it in and you are one with him. And you're yep. like, these lights better fucking work. <laughs> and if they don't work, my whole family is going to hate me. We all have that moment. So if that doesn't show you how we emotionally connected no. with, 100%. with that movie, yes. uh, we did it this year when we were doing the lights on the porch and we joked, like you string them all up and you think, oh my God, this thing better turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, to me, it's it's a staple. You have to watch it during Christmas time. You just can't get, especially if you're like an adult, like we are like, it's, it is to me, it's like the premier adult Christmas movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you know how many National Lampoon's Vacation movies there are? I know there's at least four. I don't know anything after Vegas Vacation. That's when I stopped watching. Okay, that was going to be my next question. Wait, are you, you asking know... how many La National Lampoon movies? No, or how vacation? many National Lampoon Vacation movies there vacation. are? Vacation, okay. Yeah. How many Clark Griswold movies are there? Yeah. I only know of the four. I'm not sure if there's any more after that. Vacation, European vacation, Christmas vacation, Vegas vacation are the four that I know. So the first and one is... saying five. Uh, now, I, I had it before. Now I can't seem to find it again. I believe it's actually seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but Chevy we... Chase is not in all of them, obviously. He is. No. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they had a new one come out in 2010. I think is the yeah. latest one that came out. Well, they rebooted it, but that wasn't with Chevy Chase. That was with Ed Helms and. Um... Ed Helms. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. There's there's a new one with no, Chevy did, Chase. He was in it. Ed Helms and Christina. Ed Helms was the main character in it. That was in 2015. Hmm. Either way, out of all the Lampoon's vacation movies, Christmas Vacation is by far the best known. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you ask no 90% question. of the population, they know Christmas Vacation, but they probably don't even know that there are other vacation movies. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, I mean, they get Uncle Eddie, Shitter's Full, like so many crazily iconic characters. And I love how the kids are recast for every movie and nobody cares. Just a completely different set of kids. Mm -hmm. and that's pretty funny. Anthony Michael Hall was actually in one of them. I don't remember which. I want to say that was European Vacation, but... So where do we put? To me, it like it, it it has the same vibe as a Scrooged type of thing. Like it's yeah. it's clearly meant for adult fare. Mm -hmm. So I I would have it in that five to six range personally. Yeah, like it would either be above or below Scrooged. If you guys, Jen, yeah, well, you would vote above because you're not a fan of Scrooge. Which I guess is probably good well, enough. Well, but I don't want it to knock to... Nightmare down. But yeah, I, I can see that. It's the same kind of humor. Um, I think it has it's more well-known than Scrooged. And it has survived the years or the decades now mm -hmm. more than the other. Well, maybe not as much as Nightmare. but They, they literally came out a year apart from each other. Christmas Vacation was 80, 89 and Scrooge was 88. So yeah, you had two years running where you had amazing adult christmas films yeah that's mm -hmm. they, they definitely go hand in hand in my in my head canon anyway he says here ed helms was playing the grown-up son that's right oh there you go he played oh, he the was grown rusty. Up son he was rusty okay and then they stopped by to visit che uh, uh yeah he Chevy. was in it 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. But he didn't star in the film, I guess. No, he, just he wasn't the main role. character, okay. but he was in no, it. No, the main okay. character was Rusty Griswold. No, I got you. Okay. Clark. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, where are we at it? now? I don't know. Who, who, I forget. I well, know. I just went. So does that, so that mean it's Jen? Jen's it's turn. me. Yeah. Uh, well, then you took my number four pick. Sorry. Uh, so my next obvious one is my one of my favorites. Now, it is lower on my list, but it is one of my favorites. And that is Elf. My Will Ferrell. And I know that some people are not. <laughs> what? Put it right back there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I just in, before you even said it, I was writing it here under Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, so I know sometimes I know JS, you're not a huge Will Ferrell fan. Uh, I am. I'm a huge SNL nut. Um, so I grew up with like '90s Will Ferrell, uh, and I absolutely love that movie. It's I'd like to say it's on every year, but actually. It was last year, the year before. You couldn't find it anywhere. Nobody was streaming it for some reason. Oh, you could. Um, I think but you could you have rented it. it. Yeah, yeah, you had to rent it off of uh, Prime. Yeah. But usually it's on every year. Uh, so that's one of mine. That's the quintessential um, elf in a big, giant man's body, but the spirit of like an eight-year-old at Christmas. So it just is that making you remember what Christmas is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I adore that movie. And and I don't know, I guess, honorable mention, and I made JS watch this a week or two ago with my daughter, uh, Noel on Netflix, to me is very similar to Elf, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's like if you took Elf and made a, a female version of it, that's Noel. So if you haven't seen Noel on, uh, with Anna Kendrick, on uh netflix you got to go watch it if you like which was also a very good movie very Uh, well done it's a very good very well done christmas movie yeah with bill Hader, another bill Hader who's fantastic in this yeah i'm also not a big bill Hader fan and he was he was genius in this you're not a stefan fan Megan is saying i feel like cultural impact uh if important on here then nightmare should be moved above scrooge thank you i agree you're lovely, yeah. but this is this is not a cheerocracy. You're this lovely, is a and you're right. And we disagree. So, <laughs> and two out of three of us disagree. And my man JS has got to control of the keyboard. So <laughs> that's the right word is. And yeah, thank you yeah, for your yeah, contributions. Yeah, yeah. We do appreciate it. We do love it. Once it's written down, it's written down. It's, it's it's cast in stone. That's okay, Megan. I end up doing the uh, the Instagram post, so I'll I'll make it right. <laughs> 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 This is horseshit. Here we go. Here we go. I demand a recount. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm so yeah, good at Elf at 7. If you want to do Elf at 7. I mean, I, I agree. Eight. Elf is one of those movies that... Sorry, what did you say? Eight? Just... Seven or eight? Yeah, probably eight. I would put it below a nightmare, but above... Given the, the other part. ones, I can see it. I can see it at eight. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would put Elf above okay. Nightmare. It's just a very specific film, and it's one of those films that, yeah, you either love Will Smith or you're or Will Smith. Wow. You either love Will Ferrell or you don't. You either love that type of humor or you don't. Yeah. I don't, personally, but there are some that do. It's just a, yeah. I feel, it's, it's kind of a divisive film, right? That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's not. For me, I mean. And it was I, almost I, not even made. They almost didn't make that movie. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was one of John Favreau's first. I think that was his first. It was his first, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of has the same vibe for a lot of, especially a lot of guys, because it's a musical and guys just aren't really that into musicals in a lot of cases. So I do, I do know dudes that love a Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't make me wrong, but <laughs> Groot in London, I hate Elf. Yeah, I didn't like it either. And to be fair, I don't really like a Nightmare Before Christmas either. So, I mean, for it's, me, yeah. the problem with Elf is, is you know, Will Ferrell has that propensity to go overboard, right? And yeah, that's that, humor. Yeah. That's where he loses me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny until it doesn't stop. And then it's like, okay, it's not funny anymore. Right. You know, and it's just a bad starting live sketch, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay, we no, can I move agree. on. Yeah. <laughs> you're done trashing my movie, guys. Let's now on. you're going to trash SNL. Well, you know what? If you want to trash like the last few years of SNL, that's fine. Oh, the but... last few years of SNL has been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, all right, throwing pains. So I'm gonna move on now, and uh, I'm gonna say the Santa Claus. Now, mm-hmm. this is another one where I'm gonna leave a little bit of an asterisk. You can lump in all three movies if you want. For me, it's the first movie. I think there's a new one on uh, Disney Plus that just came out called it's the a Santa TV Clauses. Show. Oh, yeah, it's a TV show. Really well oh, done, and yep. it's really good. Yeah, uh, we've watched it. Although all. I haven't finished it. You watched it all already? I mean, no, I've seen some of it. Ah. <laughs> I see. Well, I haven't seen it all. And she's uh, pretty when she lies, eh? You know, you that? Yeah. That's some blatant manipulation. It's my right daughter's there. fault. It's my daughter's yeah. fault. Uh-huh. She puts it on and I'm like, well, I'm in the room. So yeah. mm-hmm. but uh yeah, so Nothing the I Santa could do, Claus. Honey. I couldn't leave the room, honey. I had to stay and watch. I... Mm-hmm. Right. For me, is I, I for one, I love Tim Allen. I think he's fantastic. But I love how they how they explain Santa being alive for centuries. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, everybody, because it's not just one person. He changes over time. When Santa dies, the suit calls. It's like the green uh, the Green Lantern's rings, right? right. The finds suit a new... finds a person, finds a new Santa. Uh, and that person becomes Santa. He grows fat and he grows a beard and his hair grows white. And everybody's freaking out. Like, what the frick is going Whether on Whether he with wants you? it or not. Whether he wants it or not. Once he read the note, I forget what it says. That's it. He was Santa. Yeah. You he's know, lost. once he's he reads the other. channel with your Green Lantern reference. But yes, very good. I agree. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love the uh, Santa Clauses. That has to be high up there. I'd say it should be four or five. Says I mean, Lincoln. I, it's I mean, the I, reason why I can't spell Santa Claus. Yeah, I am a grown woman, and I misspell Santa Claus because of that movie. Now, a little trivia fact for you guys: when the Santa Claus, the original Santa Claus, came out, Tim Allen did something that nobody had done before, and I'm fairly certain nobody's done since. He had the number one show on television with Home Improvement. He had the number one movie in theaters with The Santa Claus, and he had the number one book on the New York Times bestseller list, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Wow. For a guy that, that spent time in jail for selling cocaine, that's pretty baller. That's yeah, not, I did not know too that. damn bad. Yes, all three were happening at the same the time. Yeah, Interesting. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he snitches way out of jail, which didn't make him very popular. But Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um... Yeah, where do you guys want to... Ah, the Santa Claus, that's a four or five seems super, super high to me, but... It does. I wouldn't mind it being at six, though. Yeah. Above Nightmare, really? Yeah, oh, for sure. And above I Scrooge. mean, if I go into a hot topic, I'm not seeing Tim Allen's face on a t-shirt. 
Uh, you're not, but does A Nightmare Before Christmas has its own TV, Netflix TV show? And like four sure. sequels? And four, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, uh, I mean, for crying what? out loud. Yeah, you, can, you can look that up, Victoria. That's something that he actually did. Yeah. And I, at the he time, just he was only, her dreams. <laughs> I know. He was the only person that had done it. Never meet your heroes. Point, I, I would be shocked if anybody's done it since either. Below Scrooge is what says is what Stu is saying. I would probably yeah. either well, it, you could even put it above. I would have a below Christmas vacation for sure. I it would either be either above Scrooge or between Scrooge and Nightmare. Yeah, I agree. Jen, do you want it at six or seven? Put it at put it at six. It spawned a bunch of sequels. It now has a yeah. TV show. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be. No, you I could... agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 It's a series of multiple movies and a TV show. Yeah. An actual mm-hmm. TV series, says yeah. Megan, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there goes the Santa Clauses. Um, by the way, as, as much as two and three weren't nearly as good, uh, Martin Short as... Jack Frost was just freaking genius. Was it? Nice. Oh, yeah. You've never I seen... seen... I, don't, really? I don't know that I have. I've oh. seen the first one. I don't know that I saw the sequels. You should check them out. They're, uh, yeah. they're, not, they're not nearly as good, but they're, they're pretty good. And one thing that's really cool, actually, about the Santa Claus is, and I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but the kid that plays his son in the first movie mm-hmm. is the same actor that plays his old son who now lives in Miami with his girlfriend... Who doesn't know his dad is Santa Claus? Same guy, same oh, actor. Oh, that's cool. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's that was continuity for sure. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. I mean, I have it on my list too. Do, 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 do. A Peanuts movie, a Peanuts Christmas movie, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my Christmas that's... cards. The last Every... two years. Yeah, you again, same thing. A Charlie Brown Christmas is the official title. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, yeah, it's just one of those that it's on every single year. We all watch it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what more to tell you. I, I know the Peanuts are maybe not, the Peanuts gang is maybe not as in fashion now. There's probably some Zoomers that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So it may not have quite the cultural impact as it once did. If we were putting this movie list together in 1985, it would probably be like number three. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably going to be much lower down the list, but I think it needs to be on the list. It has to be on the list, and I, I think the cultural impact that it had on our generation can't be denied. Even even the millennials, I think, we're still in that. Millennials in the channel, speak up. Do you guys know what we're talking about when know, we say Charlie Brown Christmas? Uh, but for sure, Gen Z, they don't. They probably don't even know what that is. Megan says it should be three. three. I mean, that's a little high for me, but um, Steve says above Groot. Steve says above Groot? Sorry, Steve says above Scrooged. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Steve as in Groot in London. Yeah, I mean, for me, it would, it would be up in the up in the frosty Christmas story Rudolph range. It would be up there because it was, it was very yeah. much grouped in with those again they showed it in school they show it on tv every year like it's it's a it's a cla- it's an iconic film um, i just don't know that it goes that high again because of the fact that a lot of the people today probably don't know what it is 
Well, there's there's millennial Erica Adams saying I can quote most of that movie, and millennial uh, Megan is saying three or four. Wow. Okay, so it's still strong. Yeah, but like I said, they're millennials. But ask Zoomers what they think. Well, fuck Zoomers. Nobody cares what Zoomers think. They're like (laughs) twelve. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Okay, so where do you guys want it then? I would I would be happy with it at four. Wow. Above Frosty. Yeah. I I I disagree. Okay. So where no. do you guys want to put it then? I mean, I would comfortable. Yeah, I would be willing to say maybe above Christmas Vacation, but not above Frosty. Not for me. You th- so I want to make sure. So so Frosty is the only iteration you get of Frosty is Frosty, the, the Snowman, cartoon. that thing. Yeah, yeah. The Peanuts Gang is like Halloween and Thanksgiving and and comic strips and cartoons yeah. and other movies and everything else and and you're telling me that Frosty should still be above those for one fucking shit cartoon movie that came out in 19 Well yeah because this is not a top Come 10 on. cartoon of of the century You don't have view, you don't have Christmas Zoomers movies. viewing where the young vote No I know Zoomers aren't watching this podcast You don't know Um <laughs> uh, you don't I mean, if I can't convince you guys for it to be four, it should definitely be five. Jen? I don't want to answer. Come on. <laughs> She's so mad that Elf is at nine. Jen doesn't want it on the list at all. Uh, no, I think it should be on the list. I just, for me, it would be like a nine or a ten. Oh, you and I feel like, crap. and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love oh. that movie. I feel like it's lost its, its oomph for the last two decades oomph well the yeah. millennials would disagree with you and they they that's, that's whether i see it this christmas or not don't care i've never actually gone on streaming services looking for a charlie brown christmas i have gone on looking for elf and nightmare before christmas do you know yeah. you know why you haven't gone on looking for the penis one because you don't have to because it's going to be on 47 channels for the week <laughs> leading into christmas I don't have cable. So... <laughs> i haven't watched that movie in years silent night deadly night Yeah, I haven't watched that all this. All this, oh, Victoria is getting her back up. All this Gen Z slander. <laughs> we we kid because we love. Yeah, I mean, put it where you want. Um, it's it's not that high for me, only because uh, you know I watched it when I was a kid, and that was it. I'm okay, not so going to sit I'll, there as an adult and watch it. I'll give you high, but I, I, I I'm sorry, I can't put it above Frosty. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, User Jen is right. Lost it some. Stu, you don't know shit. Shut up. <laughs> a Charlie Brown Christmas is what you're after there, sir. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was reading comments here. Sounds like it's time, JS, says uh, Erica Adam in the chat there. I, I agree. Clearly, you need to revisit. <laughs> Doug out there. Die hard. We've had this discussion, sir. I don't think no. it's going to make the list. Does not make the list. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Hard takes place at Christmas time. It is not um, a Christmas movie. So I'm going to go with the movie that is number one on my list, and I know it's not going to be near the top on this list. I'm you not even number sure it's one above make all of this. The list. No. My number one Christmas movie has to be Krampus. Honorable mention. Yeah. Well, I'm going to find this cricket sound here somewhere. I'm going to. It's got. There's got to be. Yeah. Krampus, again, it's one of those in the same vein as as Gremlins, as in that horror comedy type movie. It's fantastic. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it's I, I can't tell you a Christmas movie that has made me want to watch Christmas movies more than this movie in a long time. Like, I, I if I'm only going to watch one Christmas movie every year, it'll be Krampus. And you don't like, uh, what's her name? Who's the main actor, the mom? And Tony Collette. I don't Tony like Collette, Tony you Collette. You don't like her. And still a fantastic movie. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not a particularly big fan of the dad either. What's his name? Uh, her husband in the movie. Um, I don't know his name. I forget his name. Still a fantastic I think Krampus movie. is great. And for the horror fans, it's, well, horror. Parody horror. Adam, Adam Scott is uh, the other guy in that film. Adam Scott. Yeah. Thank you. I don't yep. think it's an of all time. Top 10 of all time. Maybe top 20, but of all time. My number one. I I know you I know you enjoy the devil's lettuce, but maybe you should put it down. And yeah, Listen, that, it's still gonna be my number one. Krampus you doesn't know, have doesn't Julius Pringle status. I agree. <laughs> Krampus does not have no, Julius Pringle status. Yeah, you know. definitely not. You know what's funny is on the Streamyard feed, it's the right way around, and on the Instagram feed, it's, it's reversed. Backwards. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, oh well. Getting baked. Uh, yeah, you could honorable mention it, uh, but that's as high as I would go with it. Yeah, I don't think it's of all time. It does not supplant any of the films we've got on there, that's for sure. Really? Are you yeah. serious right now? You could, you could put it above the Polar Express because that movie sucks. But other than that... <laughs> Fine, I'm at least going to do that, God damn There it. you go. That makes you feel good. I love how angry you're typing right now. Like I can hear angry typing. how hard you're hitting the keyboard. Heartbroken girlfriend. Whoops. Krampus is dollar sign what? There you go. Is, Krampus is one dollar. Yeah. Krampus is one dollar do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. No, and I loved it. It was a great movie, but I don't think it's of an all time. I think I uh, skipped a turn there, didn't I? Uh, uh, who was the last pick before me? Uh, that was Jen. Oh, it was? Okay. Well, then, Jeff, yeah. it is your turn. Uh, is the goal to make JS cry? I mean, if he keeps making shitty picks, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the goal. The Polar Express and Krampus, Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Please, Krampus, terrible, best terrible. Christmas movie of all Awful. time. Um, all I have left on my list is honorable mentions. I don't have anything that I think would would crack the top ten. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Bad Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, another one. I mean, I put Gremlins down because, again, s- since then I've come to the realization it's not really a Christmas movie. Yeah. Now, one of my all-time favorite films that, again, I think kind of rides the line a little bit is a movie called The Ref. Stars Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey, and a female actor uh, that does take place during Christmas. And Christmas does have like a like a part in it, but. It's early Dennis Leary in his acting career, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's a, and Kevin Spacey just, it's, it's a fucking fantastic movie, but none of them would be even close to cracking. They would all be honorable mm-hmm. mentions. Uh, Ed is saying Jingle All the Way. That's on all my the list. Way. Yeah. It's low on my list. It's actually not in my top Bad 10. Bad Santa but, yeah. is a robbery movie set at Christmas. He's wearing a fucking Santa suit, and it's called Bad Santa. <laughs> Come on, man. It's clearly a Christmas movie. He's uh, I'm not sure we're going to crack this top 10. Like, even I've got a couple more, and I don't think I can crack, 
crack the top 10. Well, let's see. Life is one of my favorites, but not really about Christmas. Miracle on 34th Street is another one that's really, really old. Yeah, I'm sure well, I've watched still that not in my top in my 10. Um, no. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is... That was a movie? I yeah, it was a it's a claymation was, movie. That's back in the Rudolph and Frosty yeah. back really? in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Remember that one. Uh, another yeah. one that I have on my mm-hmm. list that we don't have here is Rise of the Guardians. I loved that movie, and I loved that 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 Viking style looking Santa that kind of created that mm-hmm. genre of the tattooed, you know, tough guy to Santa White Christmas, style. Yeah, and I know that one that was on. Um, I think it won like best animated Oscar something. Klaus, I think it's called on Netflix. That's Klaus fantastic. is so good. Everyone really, yeah. really loved that film, yeah. and I think it won some awards as well. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard nothing. That is about one it. of the few or only cartoons that I think I might have actually cried. I yeah. think that movie made me cry. I hear it's really, really good. It's a very emotional movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miracle on Thirty Fourth, maybe honorable mention. Yeah, I don't think it cracks because talk about like. I think that movie came out in like 1934. Like it's just not. Yeah, it's kind if of. You think the, if you think the Peanuts film is is not quite looked got legs, then that really doesn't have legs. Yeah, but that's also gotten remakes over the years. Granted, and a couple but, of remakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. One of the ones for me, and I can speak Wonderful for. Uh, oh, Home Alone. See, Home Alone is another one of those like Die Hard, where it takes place during Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. It's mm-hmm. not. No. It's it just really happens not. to take place at Christmas. Arthur movie. Christmas. I did see that one. Yeah. If Die Hard isn't, then neither is Frosty. Um, I'm fairly certain Frosty is. How would Frosty not be? Christmas Wish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can watch Die Hard any time of the year. You only watch Frosty at Christmas. So one of my picks that I don't think will be popular uh, among the male uh, audience. Well, we already Um, have that's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Uh, is love actually and that's <sighs> don't even <laughs> uh there were many years where i would be wrapping my christmas presents and that was the movie that i had on in the background i absolutely love love that movie emma thompson fantastic you, in that movie you only watch home alone at christmas too i i disagree victoria i think you can watch home alone anytime doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be a christmas yeah. to, wine, to watch they they'll they'll play home alone any any time during the season they don't just play it at christmas whereas a lot of these you'll only see on tv at christmas time uh the santa claus we actually have on the list sorry guys i'm going over some of the uh comments frosty could be set anytime in the winter it's a christmas wish that gets made so mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, really maybe we should go back over the list here uh number one right now and i don't think it's going to change at this point is the grinch mm-hmm uh there's there is an argument about which one but i think we all That's argue okay. that it probably should be at number one number two rudolph number three a christmas story number four frosty the snowman number five a charlie brown christmas number six christmas vacation national lampoons and the griswold family number seven the santa claus the first one number eight scrooge number nine a nightmare before christmas number 10 elf and then so far in Honorable mentions, number 11, Krampus, number 12, Polar Express, and number 13, The OG, A Christmas Carol. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a, yeah, Christmas with the Cranks is another Christmas one. Christmas with the Cranks was great. 
but again, I feel like those are all. I don't know that they top. They crack the top ten for me. No. Anything no, else that you guys can think of that might crack the top ten? If if we don't have, yeah, if we're not doing Miracle on Thirty Fourth or Wonderful Life, then I don't think nothing else is going to crack that. Like if those don't supplant Elf, then I don't think anything else is going to. I mean, again, Miracle on Thirty Fourth. I mean, it, it, I feel like it's a product of its time. No, I agree. I don't know that I've ever watched either of those films, and I'm old as really, fuck. Eh? Yeah. Hmm. So, like, I, I know I'm not. I know I'm not the litmus test, but I'm just saying, like, it's not. Yeah. They just haven't. Maybe, I don't want to say haven't stood the test of time, but I mean, there's probably entire generations that haven't seen either of those films, right? Well, I'll spoil it for you. The uh, Miracle <laughs> on Thirty Fourth Street story is the story of the trial of Santa, right? Proving he's the real Santa. And you know how they win at the end? The postal service brings him all the letters to Santa and they drop him off in the courtroom. And then how can the court deny that he's the real Santa when the postal service has agreed that he's Santa? It's, hmm. like I said, it's a product of its time, right? Listen, it's one of those weird. Y'all stop saying the Star Wars Christmas special because it's not fucking happening. All right. We don't talk about the no. Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, the okay. Guardians Christmas special. If you guys haven't seen it, it is fantastic. It's all right. Oh, I loved it. It's one of the best things to come out of now, of Marvel in a long time, as far as I'm concerned. Shrek the Halls. That was a good one, too. Fan Shrek the Halls was good. That was a great one. Loved yeah. Shrek the Halls. Can I let you guys in on a dirty little secret? Sure. Ooh. A guilty pleasure? Sure. Jeez. When I was younger, uh, there was a Christmas movie or or made for... T I don't even know if it was a movie movie or if it was a made-for-TV movie. And I watched it, like, every year for several years. I'm not, I'm not even sure my sister knows of this. It was called A Very Brady Christmas. And it was, like, the Brady Bunch... The Brady Bunch Christmas, Christmas really? Christmas special. I watched that movie... So many times over. Oh, yeah. Like when he goes into the building, he's an engineer, and then the building collapses, and then they all go. And to save this man from a building, they decide to sing a Christmas carol. You say like, that like we know what you're talking about. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. I bet you 99% of the population have not seen it or are not going to admit to seeing it. Um, but Apparently I remember watching that year after year after year. Thank you, Michael. Michael's got your back. Yeah, very Brady Christmas. Not a top 10, but definitely a Christmas guilty pleasure. Alrighty. Hey, guys, I think uh, we need to cut it off because we've been on for almost an hour and a half. And I think this is pretty This is pretty this good. Is good. And list. I think we've I made think enough people list. mad that, that yeah. this, we know we did a good job. Yeah, I and think Die so. Hard is not on it. It is not. Well, no, because we agreed we weren't going to put it on. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Success. That's all I'm saying. But... You know, just it's going to shock everybody, but Jen got her way. Newsflash. <laughs> Newsflash. The producer Jen got, got her way. way. Uh, guys, uh, the end of the year is coming up. We're wearing our Christmas sweaters. We're yeah. just about a week away from Christmas Eve. Uh, next week, so Christmas Eve Eve, we're all going to get together. Um, the four geeks are going to be on. Rob's going to be joining us. We're going to be doing a year in review. So, guys, make sure that you have your high points for the year lined up. 
Um, and, and you guys won't want to miss this because it's going to be a fantastic discussion. We're going to go all over all sorts of stuff that happened in 2022. You know, we've had a great year. I had a great year, you know. Um, the Geeks Co. had a great year. So I think it's worth talking about some of that stuff, talking about some of the people that we met and that have helped us out this year. Jen, you were about to say something. I was going to say, and a lot of the people that are on YouTube and Instagram, we will probably be talking about. And mm-hmm. so if you come over to YouTube, we'll be showing pictures of you with the Geeks & Co. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. definitely, if you're going to be watching one episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast, it is going to be next week's year in review, 2022, last of the year, Geek Boutique. Yeah. I think that's about it. Uh, Mr. Jeff, anything that you want to leave us with? Just a reminder for the Instagram faithful, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast. So next week's will be the last time you will get the dual channel action between Mm -hmm. the two platforms. Until such time as our main platform, StreamYard, allows us to stream simultaneously to Instagram, we will be not be streaming the main podcast through instagram starting july so after the podcast next week we're going to take a break for a week we're not going to do one on the 29th but then we'll be back the first week in january on the thursday at 6 45 we will do a pre-show called technical difficulties where we will just be idiots for 15 minutes on instagram exclusively we will then be killing the instagram feed and focusing strictly on the Streamyard feed which is only available on youtube and facebook so you have to transition over if you want to see the podcast live as it happens and comment live as it happens after next week's podcast. So keep that now, in mind, if guys. If you don't want to watch us, you can always wa- listen to us, right? Which is what I do. On your favorite podcast platform. Yep. Next year, it is a goal to get a picture with you guys. 2023 resolution. Absolutely. And we are going to be having a discussion very, very soon regarding what our plans are, where we're going to be going, what cosplays we're going to plan on doing, what sets we plan on putting together, what pieces, props, whatever. So ah, you guys will know. You bills, you you, you bean that's spiller. Not a, that's not a bean spiller. You bean spiller. I did not spill any beans. Okay. Can we edit this? Shush. No. Don't listen, no guys. Bean Hear up. Guys. Hear I'm not spilling beans. That's it for What's this week. About? Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay geeky. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>